You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for Dexter. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Dexter news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, it's AfterBuzz TV for Dexter. Yes, it is. AfterBuzz TV for Dexter. Thanks for joining us. Hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving with family and friends. I'm with friends right now. I'm with Kristen Snyder, the psychic of Dexter, (laughs) and the always honest Spicy Mari. Yes. She's she's bringing truth to the table. New to the show. Tongue contained tonight. Boy, oh boy. (laughs) We've got got some gloating to do. We've got some. well, let's just get into it. We got Deb. Deb's turning over a new leaf, mm-hmm. finally. She uh, is discovering a new inner inner self. <laughs> Do you think that's thanks to the therapist? Absolutely. Yeah. No, she needed Absolutely. therapy. I can't believe that this is the first time she's getting it after every single one of her companions has died. Right. Yeah, it took um, two three murders yeah. three you know that sounds about right right for her to finally go maybe something's <laughs> maybe wrong maybe I should see a psychiatrist I think she, I mean she said I've had to throw out a pair of shoes that was full of blood so yeah. I think it was her shoes being ruined yeah that made it happen <laughs> yes she needs to walk in another man's shoes to see how <laughs> that is uh, I loved that she was finally um, trying out a new Deb you know, and everybody now is is off, not off guard, but everybody's kind of like, who is this? What is Dexter definitely is trying to figure out, you know, I, I'm a chair if you need a chair. I don't need a chair. I need a table. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Deb realizing that Dexter is a chair and he's never going to be the table, right. that was so important. Him. I mean, that's important for a lot of people to realize the, that you can't change things. You can't change people in general. you, you got to recognize them for what they are and recognize that Dexter is a chair. <laughs> right. he, he will always be a chair yeah, as much as he changing. wants to be a table. <laughs> I love how he says to her whenever he goes to Deb and he's like, I'm here if you need me, I'll be your chair. Yes. She's like, I don't need a chair. I yes. need a table. Exactly. <laughs> it was great. I, I just wish we saw this change three episodes ago. Absolutely. I really think Debbie having this different direction would have opened those you it know episodes up a little more bit. Interesting. Yeah. Because it, it's it, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say because this like inner battle that she's having inside, I mean now she's letting us know how affected she is that her mother passed away mm-hmm. and that she was feeling neglected by her father. I mean that's something that anybody who's a Dexter fan has followed and caught. Mm-hmm. But um, we already know that she has this crazy potty mouth attitude and, you know, now she's being more, I guess, you know, lighthearted with her feelings, I guess, more forgiving. Yeah, I think, I think so. I think she's, she's kind of trying to, um, she's just trying to be a little bit more, uh, 
I, I don't. She's, it seems like she's just trying to be more not so into herself. She's still trying yeah. to let stuff go. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right? I mean, they say people who have had such a traumatizing past, they can't see past themselves sometimes. Hmm. And I feel like Deb has been that way this entire time as lieutenant, and finally she needs to get get over it, see past herself, yeah. get it out in therapy so that on the job she's not freaking out. Right. Well, it was, it's a great beat. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm so glad that... she really is a guarded person. I mean, she faults um, Dexter for being guarded and not opening up. But she, too, I mean, she's a straight jerk. If you, you know, just her character on the show, she doesn't... She's not an emotional woman. She's not your typical character woman. No. And so this is the first time that she's been given a platform to actually share her feelings with someone and step outside of her comfort zone, which is her psychiatrist. But it's really hard for her to share her feelings. Right. Like it would be for a guy. Correct. Exactly. Exactly. And and so she must be having that inner conflict as well. She's always kind of been the tomboy. She's a lieutenant and, you know, surrounded by guys. She must think it's a sign of weakness to have to share her feelings, Mm -hmm. you know, and and it's just kind of funny if she's – I'm just wondering if her character is kind of equating that to like a feminine trait. I think that's I think that's a good association. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I like that. Where she's like, what? Wait a minute. Am I a lieutenant or am I a woman or am I both? And how she's, does that work? She's not only living in a man's world, but she's working in a man's uh, world as well. Mm-hmm. And so, in that kind of environment, I mean, you know, you you, you kind of have to have just as much balls as the rest of them. Yeah. Right? And, and, so this balls? would be this would be a very. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> Do we want to talk about the swearing? I, I meant know you baseballs brought that up earlier. <laughs> The swearing I, I overload. I will be. I will be less spicy tonight. That's <laughs> uh, you know. That's Dexter fine. could use some spice. Yeah, yeah. We're uh, there's there's a cold a cold cough thing floating around, so we could all use some spice. Right. Okay. To get to get our light to get our bodies back up. Um, yeah, you mentioned the swearing. The swearing. Ugh. Bet. You know, it, it's just it's just something that's not working now. No. I mean, before it was like it pulled us in and it was like, oh, my gosh, this girl says anything that's on her mind. She has a right. potty mouth. Right. It was kind of attractive in the beginning because we thought that she was a bad – can I say ass? Badass. Sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> right and so, you know, we think that she's this, like, you know, strong, assertive. And now it's like the writers have incorporated the every, – every single – repulsive curse word that you can think of she uses instead of actual dialogue and I almost think that it's they're giving us what they think that we want Hmm. and it's obnoxious now I agree um, it it stands out, yeah. which is really really a shame because usually all the scenes there's a, a really nice flow to them and you know you're kind of settled in and oh uh, this is going over here and this is nice. Uh, unfortunately, it does make her sound. Stupid. It does because you, I, and I'm not. Say, I'm sorry. I'm not insulting the show or anything, but no, it, does it does really make her character sound like if I were sitting in that room and I was listening to her run a briefing like that, Which I, I would really be question. Yeah, <laughs> I would be questioning. Really? Why? You know, I think unless unless there's a beat where they're using it, you know, in a way to say that she's they're using uncomfortable. It unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think they are because they say that people who use. Sorry, they say that right. people who use curse words continuously like that are not intelligent enough to actually speak 
proper grammar in. <laughs> and, right. and I agree. Well, I think it's, it's also one more beat that she's trying to be manly. You know, mm. she's trying to be one of, one with the boys. But, you know, I'm not sure if our audience has real, is bothered by it because that's sort of like, I feel the generation that is watching this right. sort of speaks that way. So I'm not sure if they have well, such a problem again, with it. She's the only do. person on the show who curses. Batista, <laughs> Quinn, yeah. nobody talks like, yeah. That's really But I'm just true. saying, I don't know that a lot of people are like noticing it because they hear it mm. a lot from their friends. And it's, it's just, and I don't have a problem with women swearing. I don't, you know, and I don't have a problem with the police swearing. I think they do. Um, it's just in this character, it just doesn't work. There's something about it that, as as she's delivering lines, it's just like kind of oh, it's you know, it's it's like the one shopping wheel on the car. That right, just, it's not right. It's making it's, her one dimensional. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, all you're focusing on is that stupid wheel, and, right. and you miss the ramen you need. Right, you don't. You're not listening to the rest of her dialogue because you're just like, did you just say that? All right, let's get off of her. I'm done. Sorry, Deb. I know we're back to Deb, but Deb, I really do love you, though. <laughs> but, you know, there's plenty going on around her that she's got to uh, try to get on top of. Do we want to mention Quinn? Uh, <laughs> I wish she would get st- on top of Quinn. Oh, <laughs> I want them to work oh, out. Why do you like Quinn? I, I see Madi. I, it's not that I like Quinn. It's that I love love. And I want <laughs> Deb to have love. Every guy she falls in love with either gets killed or, you know, accidentally gets murdered or is in a crossfire. I just, I want, you know, her to work out with him. I, you know what? Of all the guys that are in that office, I, you know, Sure, why not choose Quinn? He's, he's the, the best-looking guy. Yeah, he, he is cute. You know, and he definitely knows how to have a good time. He's Not awful. with always the right women. Did, okay, the woman he just slept with and took pictures of in the car. He's oh. reaching a Oh, you must want my mom. <laughs> right. Haven't you guys been through a breakup before where it's kind of like, you know, do I hang out with this person to get over this other person? And sometimes we make mistakes in order to allow our hearts to heal the wound. He's made a lot of mistakes, <laughs> and I'm done forgiving Quinn. I mean, yeah. come on, you've just won- kill him won- off already. Won- well, and I'm trying to figure out I'm trying to figure out why, you know, he's still around. He's not the the character Quinn isn't doing anything except just being a thorn now in yeah. Batista's side. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's no story he's moving along. There's, exactly. There's, We're know, just watching his life destruct. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that Batista had to go and get him. And then get him in the car, and the car overheats, and all that stuff. And go get his, <laughs> go get his gun, and you know all that stuff from the waitress, and all that. Mm. And then at the end of it, it's it's like go, okay, and then they get into a fight. Yeah, and and so why? You know that was yeah, I don't that know was a that's chunk so of the show. I thought, was, and I thought, I'm trying to figure out. Okay, so where are you going to go with that? What, well, what's going to happen? Why are we? Why are we spending time here? I think Quinn is also upset because Bautista punched him in the face a couple episodes ago, and they never sort of talked that's about that. That's very true. That's a great uh, point. So if somebody punches you in the face. I mean, that's obviously going to create... There's still some animosity exactly. tension there. See, I thought the writers were just trying to do a recap for anybody who hadn't caught up on Dexter. Because <laughs> he was like, you know, and then there's this, and You're then right. there's that. Like, I they, mean, that's he's listing every single it. thing that's wrong with Batista going on. So mm-hmm. it's like, oh, maybe those are for Batista fans that haven't been able to catch up on the show. So, <laughs> that's I a great know. point, Spicy Madi. <laughs> I don't know. But, well, yeah. they got it. <laughs> <laughs> right, because they ended in a fight where a lady screams out, hey, I'm going to call the cops. Right. So that was that aha laugh moment that we were supposed to laugh at. Right. <laughs> right. And we did. We got a chuckle out of it. I was tickled. So, 
So that was why he was promoting that, to kind of put a dot on that previous... Right. Uh, I think that you're right about that point. Yeah. I think you're also right. I mean, for viewers, and let's spell it out for them what's going on in Bautista's life. <laughs> right. Because honestly, Bautista has been a little, like, angry yeah. in the way that he is lately. And they haven't really talked to him. He needs a therapist. We need him to go in with Deb to see the yeah. uh, therapist so that we can see what's going on in right. there. That would you know, end that's, well. That's very true. Because last season was more about Batista. Not so much this season. You know, mm-hmm. last season he had the relationship mm. with uh, the captain. And now he's kind of like, he doesn't really have his own storyline going on. So it's just his anger. They're making his anger the issue and everything. Well, I wonder what they're right. setting up. Because on the heels of that, <gasps> Batista's sister. He's going to kill. Jamie. Is now, oh, I just had an epiphany. Uh, yeah. Sorry. I mean, they're setting <laughs> <laughs> but they're setting something up. Down. They're setting something up. They've got this over here with Batista and Quinn, and mm-hmm, then Batista's mm-hmm. sister Jamie is now hooking up with Lewis, right? Who is more than what he seems, right? Uh, I mean, because... we find out he bought the prosthetic arm, right? So he's kind of or or did he, or did he come? You know, did he get it through foul means? We know that the blonde had it, right? Mm-hmm. And she we've put not it on seen. eBay. We've not seen the blonde since. Because so how she did he got get... fired. Right. But he was auctioning on eBay for the arm. Obviously. He was. That's what we're assuming, that he was the one who auctioned on eBay for the arm. But we're only getting information from him. So I don't know how he got that Right. Arm. We really don't know how he got the arm. He, you know, there may be a blonde in his freezer. But it's missing from, it's missing, <laughs> it's missing from evidence. We're assuming that's yes. the arm that the blonde yes. was trying right. to get. And he said, it's gone. You can't get it back. But the good news is... I wiped all the trace so no one knows it came out of the department. <gasps> right. He did so, say that. So, so if yeah. something yeah. a foul happened, they can't follow that um, trail. Trace that it back, they had. yeah. Right. So what do you guys think of Lewis? Like what is his deal? He's kinda weird. He's a weirdo. They're playing he's him like got a genius money. weirdo. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's there's something going on. Uh, he's he's going to turn out bad. I think Jamie's yeah. going to end up. Oh no, that's a prediction. I I wonder. <laughs> I wonder if Jamie will end up in a bad situation and cause Batista to uh, have to save her. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if this was the last season, I know there's supposed to be another one. But if they were making this the last season, which apparently it's not. They could start doing stuff like that. I mean, there's mm-hmm. only three episodes left, so obviously, I think they're they are still considering the next season. I think they announced it, but it would make a lot more sense for them to start killing off characters, <laughs> right? Because she was like a random Jamie, addition, anyways. When yeah, I was like, where did his sister come from? It could be an opportunity to knock Quinn off. If you know, they always have the one guy that finds out, and you think, oh, everyone's saved, but the guy gets killed. So. Uh, I mean, it's just season. interesting about the pacing because now they're going to have to keep Travis alive, I'm assuming, for the finale. Um, yeah, how is that going to work? Well, I mean, we'll, we can wait to get to that point, but so there's two I'm not, tableaus I'm, I'm, left. I'm not quite sure you know, where the Jamie Lewis thing – because you, you know, I think we can all assume – that's not going to end well. This is not a, <laughs> I can't a storybook she, romance. Right, right. I mean, I can't believe that she had sex with him after that apology or whatever. I mean, this was the first time. <laughs> I mean, he admitted to being scared of her brother. Wouldn't that turn you on? Wouldn't you have to ravish him right then and no, there? No, wait a minute. It, <laughs> it, absolutely it not. Was, right. <laughs> that was my sarcastic. It was the honesty. It oh, was the honesty. The honesty. He, the honesty. He opened his heart okay. and it melted her. He, yeah, Masuka gave him that advice. It evidently melted most of her clothing, too, because what, <laughs> next it, time we see him. When it, when it comes to matters of the heart, you got to follow your D-I-C-K. <laughs> I like that you spelled that yeah. out. That's, 
<laughs> you're, you're, who are you, you're, whose advice are you following again? Remember whose advice you're following. Yeah. He did, and it worked. So it, it was, know. Uh, you know, it, it, it was a little bit off. of a jump, but you know, uh, I don't know. Maybe she was really impressed with the surroundings and the. I really liked of his apartment. His his apartment was fly. It, it but was, he's an intern. Like, how is he paying no, for this? No, he did um, the video games. Did video games. Yeah. Did he actually sell it? Oh yeah. He she said, said "Where did said you that. get all this stuff?" And mm-hmm. she said, "Oh, people love their video right. games." So he's a developer. Mm-hmm. I didn't know game, that he's is, actually sold anything. Well, you know, you think about it. So he's developing a video game about the precinct and about Dexter and stuff like that because he's already shown her a little bit of it. Now, what mm-hmm. if he has even more information so he's able to release a really edgy video game of you know crimes What's that maybe on. they haven't yeah. yet figured out? And his fascination with Dexter is kind of weird. His obsession with well, Dexter. It makes you think that he yeah. only likes Jamie because she's babysitting for Dexter. You know, that's how they... He but that fascination is going to tie into whatever he's creating in this video yeah, game. Video I think this game. video game is going to start coming up a little bit think. more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a lot more than they're letting on. Yeah. It's probably going to be some sort of nefarious uh, <laughs> something Do you odd. think that the video game will actually come out after this season? Oh, wouldn't that be cool? Oh, that would be awesome. I would play it. Dexter the I video would. game. I mean, I, I think a lot of people, people would though. buy it. Hmm? A lot of people would buy it, so they should definitely do that. I'd put uh, it on my Xbox, for sure. It might be a free download. Can't you get, like, free downloads now on Xbox? I have to ask my son. I don't know. He knows all that stuff. Yeah. He's young. <laughs> I just figured out how to use the push-button phone. I was on rotary all this what? time. Yeah. I'm a little behind the curve. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> She's That's like, what is that? Behind the curve. Um, is been. there anybody else in, Not the, really. in the crew? Oh, oh, oh what about wait, LaGuardia? wait, wait. Yeah, LaGuardia and, and Matthew. Uh, so that was Least the guy. Chief. That was the guy in the room. What was he doing? Just like he was he trying to revive him. the hooker? Yeah. Well, so the, he must have slept with her. Oh, yeah. And then he came back, I guess, from getting a Big Mac or something, and she, <laughs> she was on the floor, and it wasn't after he did the CPR that uh, he saw the drugs. Um, That's why they're trying to close the case. Yeah. Now, so you're chief of police. Mm-hmm. You come back. There's an unconscious hooker on the floor. <laughs> yeah. We don't know how she got there. Don't know how she got there. And it's not your, you know, your... Whatever you did, mm-hmm. you're probably safe enough because the you know the body is still in the room that you rented, right? So there's nothing on the hotel desk saying that you were there. So wouldn't you just go, okay, <laughs> you close the door, hope you're all right, honey, <laughs> and then just I mean, right. you know, they, they were saying, were, yeah, yeah, they're saying I, I did everything I could. So they're trying to make him you know like a nice guy and everything, and oh bummer. But he's know. not. He's really a sleazeball. Pretty much. Right, because yeah. that's and how LaGuardia, LaGuardia got her position. Right. They're crooked. She's yeah. crooked every season as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's another so, one. So, um, But I was glad that Deb stepped up and finally told her, you know what, I'm reopening this case. Yeah. yeah because Deb was... has been acting outside of her character with LaGuardia. Mm-hmm. Like, Deb is a very strong, assertive woman, mm-hmm. but she's been getting punked by LaGuardia left and right. So right. it's about time that she stood up for the police station and actually opened up the case. I really liked how they did that in the elevator, too, because mm-hmm. you could see that she was really nervous. Right. They're was... always in the elevator. Yeah. 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 Every episode. <laughs> They're in the elevator. Yeah. Why? Well, Why is uh, that their meeting point? In a box. Because in an elevator, yeah. You're literally in a box. It's symbolic. You, there's nowhere to go. You have to confirm 
confront the other person. You can't mm-hmm. like, you know, move off to the other side of the room or take a phone call. You're just stuck there. So, you know, cinematically, it's it's always a nice sort of setup. And if you think about it, that's the most uncomfortable place to hold a conversation. You yeah. don't quite know what to say to people on the elevator. Right. So it's always I mean, a I get it, place. but I'm not sure why they keep doing like episode after episode. That's just <laughs> maybe it's like one of the few private places. But she was really – she seemed really nervous. She seemed like, yeah. you know, the Deb, the character, was um, – this is really scary for me, but damn it, you know, it's time I for me to – I believed her acting in that moment. Yeah, oh, I did too. Absolutely. I thought it was well done. Mm-hmm. And I don't think she saw swore. saw the fear in her eyes. And I don't think she, she swore. She did not curse. Right. She and did not. Writers. <laughs> we noticed One these One of the things. best scenes. Right. Yeah. And maybe she just doesn't do it well. People that don't swear well are really hard to listen to. I didn't know there was a right way to oh, swear. Jack there is. Nicholson, I'm a bad swear. Jack Nicholson can give you a master's degree in swearing. He's very good at it. There's, All right. a, there's a style and a feel. There is. You, you guys will have to school it. me in this later. Yes, I'm sure we will. Are we ready for the big Okay. Dogs? Okay. Who wants to crow first? All right. We have to hand it to Chris then. Applause. Congratulations. Jesse, <laughs> round of Congratulations. applause, please. Five se- series, five episodes ago. You predicted. She said, you know what I think? I think uh, Geller I think and Geller's Travis dead. is one of the same. Yeah, I think Geller's After Buzz TV exclusive. <laughs> yes. There you go. And ever yeah. since then, we've been going back and forth, back and forth. I'm like, I don't know, I don't know. Now, then, you, you guys know, are good. Ever since I that, you know. That. But and we'd see the newspaper and stuff. But I, okay, I got you on this one. There's a flaw. Travis didn't have time to set up Casey's big tableau. Professor Casey. Professor Casey. Yeah, because he he ran and he then he got Dexter out of the elevator, and then they they left, and then suddenly there's this whole big layout. So he did because so what he probably did he just ran upstairs, stabbed him. Mm-hmm. Put him in a closet or something because there were like drips of blood on the right. floor. So he obviously killed him, put him somewhere. Right. I don't know why Dexter didn't look for him. Right. At right. All. That's not like Dexter. No, exactly. Follow they the blood. Le- yeah. Why didn't he follow the blood? There's right. a mistake, right? Go back to the hotel. Yeah. But so they go back to the hotel. Well, I guess he thinks that uh, Geller has him. Yeah. That's what I was assuming. Exactly. Okay, he, he does say he's probably still, or is he alive? And Dexter says, I don't know, or whatever. He doesn't assume yeah. he's dead. He is. He's still breathing. Let's try to that's get him. That's why he doesn't follow blood, because Dexter assumes that it's Geller that took him. Right. So that's why they so leave right away. that he killed him maybe in advance and then brought Dexter back to the. Yeah, location, I think, I think he school. killed him and he hid him okay. in the closet or whatever, got Dexter out of there, and then Dexter. Dexter kind of leaves Travis in the hotel and is like, "Keep messaging uh, Geller and tell him you're right. going to come, and then I'll and then let me know in the morning when you get a response. Let me know first thing in the morning." Oh. So he left Travis. Travis had plenty of time to go back to the school and go get the body, hang so up the went, body. So he went back and set up the tableau when they were all done. Exactly. Ah, there you go. And then in his there you go alter ego state. Wrote with the mm-hmm. blood on the wall. Okay, yeah. did you guys notice that when Travis woke up right before he found the writing on his own mm-hmm. wall? Did you notice that he woke up and was sort of like, oh, oh. Right, like yeah. he woke up I like he was scared of. But he didn't Ed- know that Edward that James was almost. yeah. But he didn't know that that was there. <laughs> no, he yet. woke up with the start. Yeah, as if and he was having a nightmare or something. As if he was having a nightmare, or as if he was like waking up from a coma, or had right. blacked out right, and right. suddenly doesn't know what's going on. So right. once again, uh, I think he was blacked out. Wrote himself a message right. in blood. <laughs> okay. So so Geller took over, went back, finished the job. 
So if that's the case, then even if if Dexter said we got to find him, Travis Travis may not have even known where he was, but the professor who was living in Travis would know. Right. Mm-hmm. So, all right, well, that explains that. His constant battle with But it. I do agree that um, it seemed kind of odd that Dexter didn't say, um, where would he go? Where would he keep him? You know, you know the professor. Right. Where is he going to keep the body? Where did you keep the other bodies? You right. Know, he kind of, he didn't really push it too much. Well, Dexter <laughs> knew the church, so I'm not even sure. Right. He knew about the church, so I'm not even sure why they didn't go there. Right. Uh, to in go the find place. him. Yeah. In the first place, go there. But they did afterwards, the next day. Right. And that was the big discovery. So, so then uh, he tied the himself lot up two, in the chains. Yeah. Two, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because every time we would see something, you know, how the professor would suddenly show up when right. he was at his sister's and house. I thought that was so weird. I, or the, the picture would show up on the um, uh, uh, newspaper rack. Okay. And the professor's, you know, standing right next to Travis, but nobody seemed concerned that, hey, dude, that's you. And no one was recognizing him and that sort of thing. <clears throat> got so, it. Got it. Got it. Um, no one ever was ever saying... Because that was the other thing. I said, well, if he's dead, they would know that. And you were saying, well, he doesn't have to be dead. He just mm-hmm. doesn't have to be there. Right. So that explains the body in the freezer. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew where he was if he was not alive or dead. He was literally underground. <laughs> um, Dexter said at one point he wanted Travis to get the second chance at life that mm-hmm. he didn't have. Yeah. So, then, so what second chance does Dexter want, though? Because he said he wanted him to have a second chance that he doesn't Well, get Dexter wants to be a better dad right. mm-hmm. for his kid, for Harrison. So how does he not have a second chance? Who's that? Dexter? Dexter. Well, he I, says that he wants to give Travis well, I, a second chance that he doesn't have. Yeah, that's yeah. He did say that, and I, and I was thinking about that. It's, I think my take on it is, he, if he can release Travis of his dark passenger, right. even exactly. though when he said that his dark passenger was actually an external force, <laughs> um, if he can release that, then I think Dexter's thinking that there's hope for me. Right, I I completely agree with right. that. Um, I think that's going to change when he realizes and, and Travis's his, dark passenger is. Well, he did kind of at the, the end. There's a constant yeah. biblical reference to this as well, with the the you know the second chance and that God forgives. And so he's thinking that exactly if he can save him, there's hope for him. And um, what's the brother's name? Um, Most deaf who passed away. Who was killed? Oh, um, <laughs> Brother Sam. Brother, Brother Sam. Sam. <laughs> Most um, he keeps trying to say, you know, oh, you know, well, Brother Sam, Brother Sam. And that's why his father confronted him. Is this really about Brother Sam or is right. this about you? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and the, um, the dad conversations, this one, were a little more not quite as intros- introspective. As, I zoned out. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah. He seemed to be a little more confrontational. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dad, you know, usually the questions are what you would be asking yourself anyway. This time, you know, the dad seemed to be directing him a little bit more. And Dexter was kind of, is it, well, this is one of the first times that I remember seeing him kind of lashing out and, you know, blaming his, his, yeah, right. blaming his dad. And I always thought, you know, as a dad that, you know, first of all, horrible situation to be in. Yeah. But at least the dad said, look, this is who you are. Right. Let's let's set, use these skill sets. If Dexter wanted to be a pianist, he would have supported that. He's so happy <laughs> right. that he was a cold-blooded killer, yeah. you know? You know? Support your kids. Absolutely. <laughs> Put him in the right It's going to be a weird take him to work day, but, you know? <laughs> right. what my, okay. Um, but, yeah, so it was kind of like, well, I don't know, Dexter. I think you'd be a little bit hard on your dad. You know, he may not have been perfect, but look what he had to work with. Right, exactly. You know, so. You were killing cats and animals left and right. <laughs> yeah. I think you got to do something with you. You got to, yeah. So I thought that was kind of an interesting um, spin that they used this time. 
with the dad. Yeah, and um, Dexter said at one point, I'm going to help separate uh, Travis from his dark passenger. Right. So that's, you looked at me and you were like, uh, uh-huh. they're one and the same. Good and, luck with that. Yeah. I'm, you guys caught that. I was like, <laughs> I really just thought he was another person. No, uh, like I said. You guys are good. We, no, we've just been looking for it for <laughs> five episodes, you know, back and forth. And Travis said that Geller, when he thanks Dexter for getting the chains off him, and he said he might have killed me. Geller might have killed me. Right. So... If Dexter now doesn't take control of the situation and take control of Travis, I think that Travis is going to end up killing himself thinking that De- Geller's killing him. <laughs> well, I think at, at this point now, um, Travis is just going to say, you know, because um, tra- Travis knows he found Dexter. So, you, you I mean, mean, Travis knows Dexter found Geller. Mm-hmm. So I think at this point, you know, he still thinks he's alive. I think he's just going to let, let him take over. Uh, I think yes. we're. I think we're just going to see Geller he's unleashed and Travis. Unleashed. Yeah. Right, correct. I, I completely so. agree with that. So, what do you think? I mean, I'm trying not to go into predictions, right. but we saw Travis with the knife. He picks up the knife. Yeah, and then the he's looking down at Dexter in the basement. We know Dexter's going to be fine. <laughs> we saw the, the next week previews, yeah. <laughs> but next week it looked like that Dexter was sort of like behind bars or something. Yeah, I think he's still trapped in the church somewhere. Hmm. And uh, and Batista and Deb find their way to the church because they're at the crime there scene. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not sure. Fine. I you know I don't know. Um, we're just going to crow that we called it. We have three <laughs> more episodes left. Episodes ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Go back and watch. <laughs> yeah. Just keep watching. And um, you know I I think uh, Colin Hanks is doing a really really good job of playing this guy. You know mm-hmm. he's just kind of like this pathetic warmy sort of character that you know you're just but there's this underlying energy so it'll be interesting to see him get a chance to unleash some of that Mm -hmm. and just be this far i have not liked him at all so i want that rage to come out i'm excited to see that yeah me too because i'm like what are you doing and i felt like his alter ego (laughs) um was just as i felt like both of them together because we if you really think about the previous seasons we've seen some horrible i mean insane serial killers Mm -hmm. and they've kind of been you know very not softer of the serial killers that dexter has had to murder but they've been a little bit uh lighter not as evil not as vindictive to me i mean mind you his religious killings were pretty extreme but as far as their characters were concerned they didn't really have big personalities. So I'm waiting for that evilness to be unleashed. Yeah, I'm excited about that, too. And at one point, we see Geller say to Travis, Geller, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> he says, mark. you killed me, Travis. Mm. So uh, we, and it, that's there, like, in, a little like, blood on his chest and that. Yeah. <laughs> so how do we think that that came to happen? Travis killing Geller. Uh, well, I think it literally did happen. Yeah, he, so, he turned on his master. Yeah, he probably pulled him in, said that they were the two chosen ones. The um, what did they? What did he call them? The two viewers, the two witnesses, two witnesses. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he probably no longer liked the instruction that he was giving and decided he's going to take matters into his own hands. So you think at one point they were working together? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think so, and something happened. I don't think so. You really? don't think so? No way. Wow. I think from the start this was all Travis. His obsession. You mean he's, obsession. he got his he got all the the professor's information and his diaries and books and everything and just just kind become of become obsessed and I think he killed him. him. 
I think he killed him way before any of this happened. I don't think they were working together at any point in time. And I think this was all Travis from the beginning. Well, I agree that since we've been involved in this, right. mm-hmm. that Geller's been dead. But right. previous Correct. to that, I'm going to think that they were actually he was working a together. was of his at one point. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, th- yeah I know. But, that, oh, but, but but as far as the whole, they weren't together in the killing sprees. As far as the whole you know, end of days and all of that. So, do you still Travis? think it was Geller's idea to begin with? Is that the question? Yes. Uh, or do you think it was Travis's idea? To I don't know. Now, now it really may be. You may be right. Now it may be just Travis who just went off the deep end and said, "Look, if you're going to do this, let's do this. If maybe, not, get out of my maybe, way." Maybe, maybe it was the um, you know Geller and Travis combo, and Geller's teaching Travis you know everything about the. Um, um, you know, Bible and uh, what he, they're supposed to be doing. But then Travis wants to m- actually murder and find the victims and use them as sacrifices. And maybe Geller was like, absolutely not. We're not going to go there. And then he killed him. It could have been like mm. that. Right. right. I, I think that Travis had been following Professor Geller's blog for some time mm-hmm. and ah, probably was like, when are, probably confronted him at some point a and was like, stalker. when are we going to act on this? Right. And Geller That's was probably like, I'm feeling you. I'm, I'm not your storyline. I'm not <laughs> acting on this. Right. It's just, it's just, you know, do you think we're right. going to get to see that at some point? Do you think that's going to be one of they're the gonna episodes? They're going to tell us that. We got three more episodes. I think they're going to, I think they're going to tell gotta us fill it with something. what their relationship was. I hope so. Um, that yeah, that works for me. Or I like that. You know, I like that. So do you suppose those books are really? Write the next episode. I mean, might as well. You're ahead of it anyway. Is it too late for a rewrite? Do you think the books are really Gellers? Oh yeah, of course. Oh, because they came from the girl that worked with them. And again, it's odd. Did she ever say I never? I don't know whatever happened to him. Yeah, she said she hadn't talked to him. Okay, he just fell off the face. Well, he was fired. So. After that, I guess nobody really cared. Right. Well, uh, what else? You guys got anything else? Anything? Who didn't anything we? that stuck out? Anything? Touch on. I think, I think we uh, covered all. I just have a lot of predictions left. Yeah, we can spend some time there. We can spend some time there. Well, let's, we go to let's uh, yeah, let's throw to a commercial and then we'll come back with predictions. After Buzz TV. Hi, I was once like you. A lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And, like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzzTV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? But I... To oops. <laughs> I'm sorry. We were, we were reminiscing Recapping about Dopes in seasons. season one <laughs> and how he came to a, such a, an explosive end. <laughs> Hey, real quick, I always love seeing the opening because there's all these different ways you can kill people as he's getting ready for his day. You can knife him 
you you can you know with the I love string the floss. and and I by love the way the floss. when the floss and he pulls it they, the next shot is the neck right he cuts himself shaving and then when he's pulling the thing over like he's suffocating right people. exactly they're kind of like you know this is all the ways that Siri colors work uh, I think it's very That's good. very creative and the, and the music's really good yeah I love the orange I always wanted to know I was trying to figure out in the beginning what fruit that was it's a blood orange blood orange it so. looks delicious yeah we I should always... bring some next time can we there we go I want to yes. the finale that. for the finale we'll just make a Dexter <laughs> I'm breakfast I'm cut it and let the blood orange everything from from, from the from the beginning we're gonna bring in right here I just want one of those ultra slow motion bean churner things we can bring that <laughs> we can bring that ultra slow motion. Are we gonna get in a prediction? Did, was there? Any, you guys were talking about something. Was there oh, any? I was talking about the blood um, falling on everybody's heads. Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. was just that was absolutely blood and mortified. Guts. Like yeah, blood and guts. And we had, yeah. you had asked, was it organs? Yeah. <laughs> organs falling on top of their heads. Organs. So you know, th- a few intestines. I mean, there. he's pretty as a he's a he's pretty vicious in that sense. We don't actually get to see him do the axe, mm-hmm. but you know, our imaginations are, can run pretty wild. So he's actually going in there like scooping yeah. blood and guts out of him yeah. <laughs> and letting a fall top. Doing a pulling a carry on everybody. I mean, his his murders are very intricate. Well planned. <laughs> he, he was, he I, I like how it's sort of a game for the detectives to like trip, yeah. do the trip wire, and yeah. then <laughs> this yeah, is the second time we've seen Somebody said, that. you know, I've already checked for trip wires. We're good. <laughs> nope. Like, didn't check quote. Didn't think so. All right. Sorry, Jesse. We stepped on that one. Okay. Sorry. I had to bring that up. <laughs> yeah. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Predictions. I know my predictions. Kristen. Oh, you guys. Oh, no, go ahead. No, No, it just another thing just hit me. You know, it just randomly happens being in this room with you guys. Um, (laughs) But my prediction, uh, because I'm so like in love with Deb, she's my favorite, even though she has a potty mouth right now this season, Mm -hmm. more than usual, um, is her and Quinn. My prediction is that with this therapy that she's getting, she's going to find herself and be able to love him and. He's going to, of course, fall back in love with her, and they're going to be able to be together. You if, want her right, to love this guy. I, she, right before he hits yeah. a telephone pole in his yeah, car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want her to fall in love with him. I want him dead. <laughs> like a desperate housewife this ending is, right there. <laughs> this is going to be an interesting dynamic. I want them dynamic. to be in love. Because I think that she's going to find herself with her therapist. But why The reason him? she can't admit to why being in love with him is because of all this baggage that she has in that brain of hers. Or because you think he's that's not why he's keeping him alive? Time. Yeah. Really? They're you saving, think that's they're why they're saving saving his soul around? for Deb. Yeah. Oh, okay. This will be the one guy that she gets. I think you're the only one that wants her with Quinn. <laughs> Everybody I mean, else. nobody else will Quinn take her. Quinn does. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I she's pretty killed. messed up. She, you know, you're oh, talking damaged goods here. Up. Yeah, she's just she's, as bad as Dexter. Yeah. but uh, She's you know, a cold-blooded I'm, killer, too. She's just legally allowed to. First of all, I, there's no way I'd ever want to work with Quinn because I wouldn't trust that, you know, he's got his mind on the job right. when, when it has to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and again, I hope there's something they got coming for this guy because seriously. Do you want him dead or do you want him to you know, fall I, here, in Honestly, love at this death. point, I just want to know why I keep watching him. <laughs> seriously, give, give me a reason. Yeah, up. give me a reason why he's <laughs> still Deb, around. He's going to be Deb's mm-hmm. savior, saving but, her from herself. But they, they like hit that. Two episodes ago at her party, and yeah, you know she couldn't tried. say well, that was the opportunity she couldn't tell him, for her to tell him, but she couldn't. But she couldn't. But she had she had enough broken. therapy by that right. point. So, so uh, no, she doesn't. I don't know. No, I don't know. No. Okay. What's your prediction? You say um, you've got like. 
40 hours of predictions. Here. Yeah. Well, okay, Quinn's going down good on the drain. Quinn's going down again. What do you guys think's going to happen to Travis? How's that going to end up? Well, this is... Is Dexter going to get out of there? And I mean, they can't kill him yet. They still have no, three no, no, more episodes. Can't. And this was also the one where, you know, he he had the killer, you know, in front of him mm-hmm. and let him go. Yeah. So he's he's, like, he's, all those killer. people that yeah. died, you know, he could have prevented it. Right. But this is going to make Dexter question his own uh, senses, his own faith. I think it's going to make question like he's, now it's just as completely, I think, um, made his claims of killing the passenger. Like it's not legitimate anymore. Because, no, it isn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus, you know, he's he got to question him. the code. Right. Because, right. you know, the, the code is, in a, in a way, following the code. You know, a lot of people die. It's, yeah, exactly. No Sorry, matter what, Sam, I don't think happening. that Dexter's going to be the one to kill Travis. Oh. I do not think that. Who he's going to be in the car kill? with Quinn when he drives it off the cliff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's interesting. Who do you see killing okay. him? Okay. So, cool, Thelma and You think he's going to kill himself, you said. <laughs> Put him in Bautista's car and send him over <laughs> the cage. Oh, and then you just want to kill him all Bautista's the characters. Which Bautista's car might just make it right to the cliff and then stall. That's true. Well, who do you think's going to do it? Who's going to kill Travis? Yeah. I think Travis is going to kill Travis. Really? But that's gonna not go out juicy. And blaze I don't want... Suicide? I think it's going to be a massacre suicide. The last <laughs> tableau is going to be Travis in some stage. Laid out on blood. a crucifix or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, predictions. Yeah. You got to go with, you know, you, what you're thinking. Okay. I, I uh, you know, I, I think it's, it's going to get ugly. I think once um, Travis decides that, you know, there's no reason to try to be nice anymore, yeah, it's going to get I'm ugly. excited. I'm actually excited for next week. Me too. I am, because you guys, I did not see that ending coming. <laughs> I'm, I mean, you guys are smarter than me, because I'm this entire time thinking that, that, you know, this is a separate person, Travis and Yeller, two completely different people, but you guys knew that. You guys saw that. I'm kind of disappointed Kristen in myself. <laughs> Shame on me for not catching that. Well, you know, we had a call yesterday. I asked her about it. She's like, I, 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 I don't know. Oh, I so, feel better. Call her. Yeah. I feel better out there now that you feel me. <laughs> I and I don't know. Coming. Have you, you know, have you checked blogs or anything on this to see if anybody else is thinking about that? I haven't really, but I think a couple people have. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. I mean, you know, they're kind of pimping it the whole time. If, mm-hmm. if, if it That's came true. into your mind now that and you were looking think about for it, it, now I'm seeing it all. Yeah, I'm if like, you oh. go back and look at stuff, you can see, you know, all of that. So... Where this is speaking of pipping, this is where you guys can tell people where to find you, Spicy Madi. At follow me on Twitter at spicy underscore Madi. S P I C Y underscore M A R I. M A R I. Kristen. I have a blog called Cinematic Escape, and if you just Google Cinematic Escape, it will come up, and that's at blogspot.com. Is that C I N I or E? E. C I N E M A Cinema Escape. I need an escape. Cinematic. I'll be on Cinematic there tonight. <laughs> yes, Google that, or you can go to kristensnyder.blogspot.com. But Googling's always easier. <laughs> Google her, baby. Yeah. And uh, you can find me at uh, Home Depot in Van Nuys. <laughs> Probably in the either tool or paint I knew department. I met you before. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm the guy just staring at a paint, forgetting what color I need. You do 
look like a Home Depot guy. So, <laughs> Steve is directing you to find his physical self. Yeah. Because, you know, I could probably answer questions about interior versus exterior. Uh, so until next week, when we find out what kind of crazy is going to happen with Dexter, thanks for being with us and for yeah, thanks, Spicy, Spicy. Mobby and Kristen Huge Snyder. Dexter I'm fan. Steve Bottomley. We'll see you next week for the Dexter After Buzz. Call us. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Father. Buzz, buzz later! later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.